0: There he is. Hey, Adam. Yo, what's up? Okay. You there? Good. I'm good. I'm good. All right, man. Yeah, Oops. dude, I don't know. That's like not
1: straightforward <laughs> at all.
0: Not at all. I I, I was researching it today at uh, lunch, and it, it seemed a lot lot simpler than that. But uh, sorry about that, man.
1: No, nah, you're good, man. No worries.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, so, everybody, uh, welcome to the Leg Lengthening Podcast. Today, I have Adam joining us. for our. He's, this is our first episode. Um, so this is going to be under the category of, you know, candidates who are interested in leg lengthening. Um, and basically I'm just going to go ahead and just give a quick synopsis of what leg lengthening is all about since this is episode number one. And then we're gonna get into Adam's story and just kind of, you know, dive into like why he's interested in leg lengthening, what he thinks about it and just a few other topics around the bush. So, um, so really leg lengthening is basically, um, you know, a, a surgery, an operation where you can, it's a voluntary surgery where you, you opt in to get your, to get taller, basically. And um, to do it, basically, the doctor, the orthopedic surgeon is going to break your bones, <laughs> as, as rough as that sounds. And then they're going to, you know, elongate the bone through a medical device. And um, essentially, you just let the bone heal. And, you know, if you, everything goes right, and you do your therapy and rehab correctly, you'll be anywhere from two to five inches taller. And this is an amazing surgery, a complete breakthrough. Um, For years, people have been basically, you know, suffering from height dysphoria. And it's been, you know, a complete challenge. People have been using shoe lifts and all kinds of stuff. And now to finally have a a surgical breakthrough where you can just completely change your life and, you know, your outlook on life is, is completely amazing. So. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and bring Adam on, and just go ahead and uh, see see his story behind everything about leg lengthening. So, welcome, Adam.
1: Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. So, uh, you know, I, I guess from from the beginning, I guess um, you know, starting about, I guess, growing up, I would say about fourteen or fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I hit like a little growth spurt. Um, right now, I'm I'm uh, I'm five. I'm about five eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know five and a half a half on a good day i guess you could say but um people don't really understand why i have height dysphoria but i'll get into that um but yeah i i had always thought to myself man i feel like i should be taller like i i don't know i, I just felt super insecure i mean i i'd played football i played college football and a lot of the guys you know were taller than me and i was just like man like this this is this does not feel good like this sucks like you have that feeling you're like <laughs> Crap, man! I'm like super insecure about my height and stuff, you know. And Mm so, in in people, you know, in the leg lengthening, you know, community is like, "Why, man? Like you are like the perfect height that I've always wanted, this and that." But I was like, you know, it it really doesn't matter if you if you're insecure even about weight, even if you're like super. I mean, look at you, Dvick. Like you're freaking (laughs) Mr. Olympia, dude. I mean, if you and so I mean, you have you know the physique that everyone wants, but you still feel insecure.
0: yeah.
1: I want to improve, you know, like, um, you know, like, I, I just felt at that time I, I wasn't, um, I didn't feel like I was supposed to be the height that I wanted to be. Like, I felt like I was, I was supposed to be taller, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, other people have uh, other situations like, uh, you know, they've always been short and been bullied and this and that. You know, it's a different situation with me, of course. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I have cousins that are, you know, over you know, six, two, and then uh, six, two and up, man. That's just, you know, I, I felt like I was, um, I got the short end of the stick, <laughs> pun intended, I guess you could say. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, okay. You know, I just, you know, the, you know, people out there that don't want to get this done and that, that, you know, don't have the means, you know, we'll get into that. But yeah, it's, uh, it, it's something that, it can improve your life, man. Like yeah. as far as your career, um, yeah. being more confident with women, you know, going on dates, mm-hmm. um, being, it just, it just changed your whole mindset. I mean, everything you do in life, you're going to want to have confidence. And if you don't have confidence in yourself and it's, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of hard to be in society if you don't have mm-hmm. the confidence, you know? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> You know, I I hit like a a growth spurt I guess when I was 14 or 15. Okay. Um and then after that I grew like one more inch when I was like 18 maybe and then that was it. And you know, I was always hoping, oh yeah, I'll get a late one cuz my dad was <laughs> a late bloomer and he's 6'3" and so.
0: Oh wow. But, you know,
1: it, it doesn't work out that way, I guess.
0: So. Yeah, do you have any do you have any other siblings uh besides cousins and stuff or like uh, close I have
1: three older sisters. Yeah. Okay. How tall um, are they? um my sister asked actually they're you know they're pretty good height um Mm -hmm. first two sisters um five eight Mm -hmm. and and then my other sister's five seven i mean so they're not like super i mean they're medium you know yeah for girls that's it yeah that's
0: that's pretty good height for girls so definitely um but you said like you said your dad is you said six three yeah yeah so so that's yeah (laughs) so adam's looking looking up
1: Yeah, man, but um, we don't all have the Arnold Schwarzenegger physique, dude. I'm sorry, but
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, great intro, man. I I really appreciate that. Um, and you know, I I really think that you know you're right. It's like to have somebody say, "Oh, hey, you know, Adam, you're 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 at a great height and stuff like that." Because granted, you are taller than me, but like the thing is, is that it doesn't matter. Nobody can kind of like say, "Hey, you have a perfect height." You should be happy because of the fact that it's relative to every person it's different to every person you know what i mean because like you said mm-hmm. it's like for me and my physique it's like i'm looking at other bodybuilders you know other period bodybuilders and i'm like thinking that hey i want to be bigger i want to be more jacked whereas somebody looks at me and they're saying oh my gosh like i'd stop where you are you know
1: i know man like i mean what, just get the needle dude That'd be good, <laughs> <end>, right?
0: <laughs> exactly. no, like- it's like go all the way the dark side. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah so um Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a that's a great point that you bring up, because I'm going to touch on that in a little bit, um, is that it doesn't really nobody can say that there is a certain height that you have to be again, we're not saying average height among men. And comparing to that, we're comparing to what height does the person want to be. And that's where this whole thing about the the height dysphoria, which is, if anybody doesn't know height dysphoria is basically a condition where it's basically how you view yourself, your height, your stature among, you know, your peers, your whatever it is, relatives, it doesn't matter. And um, it's basically like a a form of body dysmorphia. But um, it's it's a condition where it can be very serious. And it could really hamper your, your confidence, your self esteem, um, just the way you view yourself. And if you, and if you are basically hard on yourself, there's no other harder critic than than yourself. So, mm. if you're putting yourself down, it's gonna it's gonna stop your your full potential in all aspects of your life. So, um, Adam basically pointed on that, and I think that that's a great start. Um, but Adam, I just want to go back a little bit further. Like, how did you how did you first come across this process of leg lengthening? Like, wh- what drew you into it? Like, did you have a friend that had it done, or how did you come across it? Did you just start looking online? Or,
1: yeah, so how it all started is I don't know if anybody remembers this. Um. I'm pretty sure people in the lin- lengthening world have, have, you know, no- known about this. Um, there's this guy, uh, I think, well, his name was Lance. Um, I couldn't remember, but he, he did a program called, um, uh, be six inches taller in three months or whatever. Um, Lance Ward, that's his name. Okay. He's from the UK and, uh, he was really known in the grow taller community. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he had his own YouTube channel. Um, and he had, uh, he he was called the grow taller guru or whatever. Wow. So, um, you know, at at 17, I I discovered that and I started doing, you know, all the stretches, you know, whatever, uh, hanging from a bar, you know, perfect diet. Um, you know, everything that he promoted, that would stimulate your pituitary gland, Mm -hmm. um, for you to be able to, um, increase your growth, you know, for you to hit that spurt and, you know, I still, I thought it, you know, I, I guess I got like maybe three centimeters, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, So I continued on that and I'd stopped because I was like, well, you know, if, if you know, I'm not, I guess there's no really hope, you know, I was, <laughs> I guess that at 21, I had, you know, stopped doing those kind of routines. And I was like, you know what, like, there has to be some kind of technology. Mm-hmm. Um, So I, you know, I, I had the, um, heard about um i think it was the urslov nail i think yeah elizarov elizarov yeah 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 and i had heard about that and i think i'm not sure if that's where'd you
0: hear about about it
1: i um i had heard about it um through a friend of mine okay who was looking to get into it um he uh you know, he was very short in stature and he was about, he's in the military, um, about five, four. Okay. And, uh, he really wanted to do it. And then, um, I get, I think in 2016, 16, 2015, it came out with the precise, the first mm-hmm. one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not sure. If, were you the original? Actually,
0: yeah, I was in the, uh, original study. So I think precise was developed in 2011. And I think it was the initial pilot study started in 2012. And then 2013, they started actually like Really doing performing it? Okay, yeah, performing it. So yeah, it's a little so, early. Oh wow!
1: So I was you know three years <laughs> late on that. Yeah,
0: yeah so, you now. know,
1: I I didn't really look into it until I started reading um, about in forums. Um, okay, yeah, that's what really led to me led me to that. Um, I first heard it on um, Oprah, um, mm-hmm. Dr. Paley.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, I had because he was talking about leg discrepancy. Right. Um, because as a lot of people don't know, a lot of, a lot of that, the main purpose for nuvasive precise nail was to help deformities and discrepancy of legs, you know, like yeah. y- your situation. Right. Uh, but nobody really thought about it as like, uh, a boutique shop, you know, mm-hmm. like as far as cosmetic surgery, right. um, for, you know, appearance. So. I thought about it. I was like, okay, maybe people have done this. And I've read a bunch of diaries and forums about people that have actually done this as a cosmetic surgery. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Paley was the, like, and Mabubian, I think, were the only ones doing it at that time. And now uh, more doctors have came out with it and started doing it. And that's really how I got started was um, Dr. Paley on YouTube and also, um, what's it called, Um, the forums um, online.
0: Yeah. And that's an amazing uh, way that you came across it because um, you're like, like I said, it, yeah, there was, it kind of came out, Paley actually, uh, you know, with precise and they, they really developed that early on. But um, for a lot of people who actually underwent it, you're right. It was the precise nail was designed for people with height of dif- um, discrepancies like myself, which um, if anybody doesn't know, I had a two inch discre- discrepancy between my left and right tibia and um I got the precise done for that and ins- we're going to get into the, the cost of it and everything like that, but insurances did cover it. Um, now, uh, for cosmetic reasons, as far as we know, no insurance covers it. Um, but we'll, we'll be talking about that in a little bit, but, um, yeah, so that's how you came across it. Um, what I want to basically go into now is basically, um, you said you did sports in, uh, was it college? Yeah, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And, uh, what was it? You said football?
1: Yeah, I played football, yeah.
0: And, awesome. Uh, mhm. What uh what position did you play? Uh I was a linebacker. Oh mm-hmm. nice. So so right there you kind of see like what was the average height for a linebacker in football? Um
1: the I think that is desi- I mean a, a lot of it how I got recruited too, was because I, I was my film and I was I made plays, you know? Like it, a lot of it and then a lot of schools turned me down because of my size because mm-hmm. I wasn't the desired height that they wanted. Mhm. Um, mm-hmm. But now, nowadays, you know, the height really doesn't matter these days. I mean, <laughs> you start yeah. starting to look at like you know Kyler Murray for right. the Arizona Cardinals, dude, like Russell Wilson's of the world. Yeah, um, yeah. You, you start to get past um, the whole appearance, but people, um, the coaches, recruiters, even NFL uh, general managers, they just they they want to see a prototypical size of somebody. Right right does that make sense yeah even if they're not really good Mm -hmm. um it's 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 kind of deceiving in a way because it's like wow he looks like he's a freak and he's a a beast or he's a monster and then you know just because of what he looks like you know Mm -hmm. and a lot of that was because they overlooked me because of that i wasn't at the desired height and the desired height for linebackers was between six one to six three
0: right yeah and
1: um you know, so I was be- I was below the average height, and so that another that was another thing that triggered the um the insecurity was things like that. Yeah, and yeah. um it you know it, it it was like man, are you are you kidding me? Like <laughs> over you like, overlook all my accomplishments and you know yeah. everything I've done. I mean, I think uh, who was it? Um, there's there's a guy that I talked to on the forum. He, you know he was a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's not going to mention that on the form. <laughs> but he, he he owns a multi, you know, business like a multi million dollar company, and mm-hmm. he was just saying how people still don't respect him because of his height, and he wow. freaking has millions and millions of dollars. That's you, yeah, that's crazy. You know, it's it yeah. See, like it's how people perceive you. Yeah, you, know, you want to have that overpowering. Kind of alpha male, but not in a, I'm not no, a, I'm a, nowhere right, like right kind of person. Yeah,
0: you know? definitely. Definitely. I, I know. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to be confident and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of stand your ground and feel like yourself, you know, basically, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I, I've, I've talked to so many of you guys um, over the past year, actually a couple years, um, you know, about this since I've kind of, you know, started to put it out about it on my my Instagram page um, that I had the leg lengthening surgery done. And although my, reason for getting it done was initially different or i'm sorry um finally different initially it was actually to get taller because um as a kid like like i said i'm only 5'9 but i'm happy now because it does suffice for what i'm doing like i said you come from football and for you 5'11 just wasn't the you know wasn't cutting it and for me for bodybuilding 5'7 was it can cut it but it wasn't cutting it and uh you know to be 5'9 and fill out that frame it's a lot Lot easier to do really well in bodybuilding at a you know an average height, you know.
1: This is probably off topic, but how tall is Jay Cutler?
0: Jay Cutler, he's about 5'10, 5'9, 5'10. Okay, yeah. all right,
1: because I, I, I looked at yeah. I was like, man, he doesn't really, I mean, he looks kind of, t- I mean, he's not, doesn't look that tall, but like, right. I'm, yeah. I just
0: yeah, and Ronnie Coleman, uh, his greatest rival of all time, <laughs> um, uh, he, he's about 5'11, you know, well, was 5'11, now he had yeah. a lot of but um yeah so like the taller you don't want obviously 5'11 is probably like the max height six foot you know Dorian Yates you go back to those years it's like for the the sport depending on the sport and whatever athletics or you know I guess situation or circumstance you're in that's going to kind of like influence your your desire to be a certain height you know like for you football for me bodybuilding or even just school in general like I I was like below average height all the time I was like man um I want to be I want to be a little taller and uh you know that leg length discrepancy really affected things because you're only as tall as your shortest leg so i was five seven like (laughs) like, like,
1: talk about that more i know you're interviewing me of course yeah no like yeah i i just just wondered when you had the leg discrepancy you had to have had lower back pain oh my gosh Um, you've Um, had to have i'm not sure if yet did you have scoliosis yes i had scoliosis yes i did i'm a i'm an i don't know if people know this but i'm I'm uh I'm like in school to be an RN. I'm almost done with school. Awesome. Um, so I and we had worked with people that have like a lot of like leg discrepancies. Um, I had worked in rehab, mm-hmm. and they said when they try to do rehab, like when they try to do you know physical therapy, yeah. Um, it's not necessarily like their leg that hurts, the one that's right. shorter. Yeah. It's their, it's just their back.
0: Yeah. It's, it's crazy because of the fact you're hundred percent right. Like I never, that left leg, like I, I felt like it was one of my strongest legs. I, I was fine, but it was like the joint, it was everything besides that. Like, cause your body naturally has to compensate to drop your whole, your whole body to that height. So like your, my other side was growing like, cause I, I had broken the leg at the growth plates at like age 11. So I haven't even hit oh, puberty yet. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. So I started hitting puberty and my right side is shooting up um, you know, really fast. And yeah, uh, over time I noticed that, Hey, look, it's growing on all the, the lower back is starting to hurt. The joints are hurting, um, all this stuff. And I was like, man, this is just not going to work. And long story short, I tried shoe lifts. I tried all kinds of stuff. And, um, you know, I was just like, this is, this is not going to cut it for the long run. I could have lived like that, but I was like, there's gotta be another solution. And just like yourself, I had searched and, um, it just so, it just so happened that after college I graduated, or, like, right around that time, I was watching TV, and I came across the Lizarov technique. Um, and if nobody knows what that is, it's like a, a tailored spatial, spatial frame. It's like a metal – it looks like a astronaut, like, metal sil- cylinder that goes around your leg. They put all kinds of,
1: you know – External screw- frames, right? Yeah,
0: external frame. There you go. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That they put you in. And it still lengthens perfectly, but it leaves a lot of scarring, and it's not as efficient. It's not easily – uh it's not very convenient, if you will. So Yeah,
1: and it's it's more prone to infections. I mean, that's another one of the risks. Like it was it it was never guaranteed that you were gonna come out safe. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, that's another and because that was another that was the only alternative, I guess, way back for people that had mm-hmm. leg discrepancies. Mm-hmm. And Paley, which is a great, you know, mastermind behind all this and <laughs> developing this, was like, man, there has to be a another way for this to be more safe yeah yeah 100 um, percent. so you know in complications for the you know even stride nail was like almost less than two percent mm-hmm. so it's like i mean you go from i think it was i remember reading about it The external frames were about 35 percent complication yeah. mm-hmm. and now this it's less than two so it's like not even it's definitely not even close
0: yeah it's it's a it's a completely different um operation essentially i mean in thinking about the infections because like with the lizaroff and the taylor spatial frame and external fixators you have basically need um metal rods or metal screws going into your bone but you're exposed to all kinds of pathogens and whatnot mm-hmm. um but where the internal i'm sorry the internal rod that goes inside the bone you closed up you know you're good for the next year until you're ready to take it out so um yeah so that's awesome. I want to go ahead and get your thoughts on the the pr- the pr- like the pr- the overall procedure of the leg lengthening. So like what now I know you you've told me like we've been talking on social media for a while now Adam. Yeah. And, and uh you said that you are down to get this done. Um
1: Oh yeah. Definitely.
0: Obviously the price isn't an issue. We're going to talk about that, you know, mm-hmm. towards the end here, but um what about the the whole procedure? Do you know the the process have you studied that have you looked into how it works because i know it. i just want to kind of get your take on it yeah um
1: yeah i mean i understand the process of um you know pre pr- uh, pre-surgery uh intra-surgery and post-surgery I, I mean i understand the whole aspect of it i know you know understand uh it's gonna be you know, a grueling process, um, you, you're going to lose some flexibility. That's just part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, you're essentially just, you're getting brand new legs. (laughs) (laughs) You're literally, you know, you know, that scene (laughs) on, uh, what was it on, uh, that movie with ryan uh deadpool 2 yeah when, deadpool, he, gets, yeah. when he gets ripped apart he's going right. back baby legs again yeah. that was so great <laughs> oh my god so it's essentially what's happening you getting is a brand example. new legs dude like yeah it's just, <laughs> you're getting brand new legs and you're trying to break them in it's just, right
0: yeah and, and it yeah yeah i i think that you know like that's a perfect example it's like literally like For everybody who's listening, I think that you got to really kind of take it like this. It's like this surgery, it's an amazing, like the result is an amazing thing to, you know, just kind of fascinate and just kind of, you know, imagine and say, oh my gosh, I would love to be taller. But then you do got to really consider the process. And literally that took me when I first wanted to get it done, I'm going to just kind of go on a little tangent here just to tell my story. It's like, it took me a minute because I was already involved in bodybuilding so I've already built a great physique. Um, again, I was 23 at the time and, uh, this is 2012 and summer 2012. And basically, um, I had to think like she wanted to, my doctor actually orig- originally wanted to do the femur. And, um, she said that it would just be a lot simpler. Um, we go in, you add your, your height to that and you're good. Um, I didn't really want to do that because of the fact that there's a lot of muscle and everything like that. Again, I didn't know enough. I didn't I wasn't in I didn't go through my master's program. I didn't take a, uh, anatomy and physiology. I didn't know all that stuff yet. But I did know enough from, you know, that she's going to go in through my hip and what's going to happen to my quad muscle and all this stuff. So I said, let's do it on the t- tibia. It's just a, it's pretty much you're straight to the bone. But she said we, we're going to have to go through the patellar tendon. And um, they do the intrapatellar now. But oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. What what do they do now? What's what they, is
1: that? So instead of going through the the patellar tendon, because uh-huh. that can give you knee pain.
0: Yeah. What do they They do go now?
1: on through the top of it now? On really? Top of it. Yeah. So wow. now you because you have the you have the decision now to where you want it to go uh, for wow. the tibia because you know you're gonna have to break your fibula too. So they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they um, they go through it um, at a different angle from the intra patellar. Um, the part of it mm-hmm. and it's gonna
0: um, uh, it's gonna prevent that knee pain wow because that is what
1: yeah so
0: i'm learning something now. every day about this see they're, they're advancing so fast so that's the thing like because um up until like 2013 2014 i've heard of people actually talking about knee pain and i'm not gonna lie like them going through that knee and even going in to take out the rod it's like epitellar tendon was one of the biggest things um but yeah they're basically guys they're basically going to break your leg they're going in through the uh you know through soft tissue um then you have to go through the distraction phase and that that basically was you know is where they lengthen the bone and you're stretching all kinds of connective tissue you're stretching out your muscles things are getting tighter like adam said you're going to lose some range of motion um then you have rehab um you got to start to you know make sure that goes perfectly you got to go therapy and all that Um, so there's a lot that goes into this but then like i said in one of my recent videos is that the end result like you got to imagine you're going to be taller you're going to be like you know inches taller and that and when you hit when you feel your foot when i like when i was i was fixing my leg length discrepancy when i first was able to the doctor said you can start putting your foot down on the ground when i was starting to get off crutches I almost, I I don't, I don't get sensitive or like emotional very much, but man, when my foot hit that floor, like I was about to tear up, man, it was, it was some touching stuff. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, is that my foot on the floor right now? So like, you're so used to like bending over a hundred percent, (laughs) a hundred percent. I was like, so used to like using shoe lifts and kind of like stepping on my tippy toes to kind of balance out and all this crazy bull crap. And I was like, that's my foot on the floor. So when it, when, when it hits you that you're taller it's a, it's a feeling that like, it's, I'm smiling right now. If that, if that tells you anything. So, yeah. but yeah. So um yeah, man. So that's the surgery uh, process. Um, so Adam, I just want to, you know, we all know this surgery is no like cheap thing. It's not cheap by any means. Um, I just want to address the cost a little bit and get your take on that. Um, and just, yeah, just go ahead and get your, your thoughts on the whole pricing of the leg lengthening surgery.
1: Um, well, for me, I, I think it's kind of ridiculous. You know? <laughs> I just think, uh, you know, cause I've, I worked in a, I mean, I work in a hospital, right. so, you know, I, people don't know this, but in hospitals, they make their own prices. Mm-hmm. There is no set price for an MRI. There's no set price for a CT scan. They mm-hmm. charge you whatever they want to charge you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So therefore, if, um, so do surgeons so surgeons set their own price what Mm -hmm. they think that they're worth right and their you know their skills and their technique and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but if you want to like if it's for the people and you want to generally help somebody yeah and you want their dreams to come true because this is a life-changing procedure Mm -hmm. um this can change your life you know it it can it's hard i mean of course you're gonna have to, you're gonna have pain i mean mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna hurt like hell <laughs> but you're just gonna have to push you have to push through it to um i think uh, this is what my sister used to say <laughs> it hurts to be pretty <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> so you kind of you kind of have to deal with the pain to be able to um to be, yeah. be able where you get, where you want to go. I mean, did you get to where you're at without going through pain? I mean, you can't – I mean, it, it – Yeah, no. You for know, bodybuilding like conditioning not. bodybuilding freaking yeah. sucks, man. Yeah, I mean, definitely. you're fatigued, dude. Like, oh, my gosh. There's, there's days and you just don't want to even go to the gym. There's days S- you don't want to get up. There's today. Like, it was yeah. leg day
0: today. I was like, I don't want to do squats with 300 pounds on my shoulders. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, man. So,
1: you know, I, I feel like they need to make it more affordable for those mm-hmm. – Mm-hmm. Especially if they don't have the means. I mean, at least have a a reasonable price for right. people to pay in installments, and yeah. and understand that um, this is to to help people, not just to have you know. Th- oh, this is what it's worth. You know, we I think we talked about Dr. Mabubian mm-hmm. today in his Instagram post about yeah. saying how like, oh, this is definitely worth it. Um, mm-hmm. Like it. The results outweigh the price. <laughs> um, mm, I'm sorry, but no, they don't, <laughs> <laughs> because um, that's just money you're forking out. Um, yeah. That's you know, <laughs> it, it's just definitely not worth that money.
0: Right. Yeah. And I I, 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 I do agree with you um, a lot. I think that you know that since they can set their own prices and stuff like that, and they want to generally they generally want to help somebody. Um, They should definitely reduce it. And I wish that was the case. Obviously, they're on the other side and they're on the side of making money and they're on the side of, hey, man, we designed this. Hey, man, we, you know, we're doing something revolutionary that only a few people can do. Um, We're going to monetize this. And Mm -hmm. when you look at it from that perspective, obviously, you have to kind of give them a fair handshake and say, I can't I can't personally hate you. But I, you know, I hate the situation. You know I what I mean? What like, like, yeah, I, I see what you're doing. Yeah, I see what you're doing. Yeah. There's
1: a business side to it.
0: Right. Um, yeah. You
1: got to understand what goes behind it in the hospital too because, yeah. um, the, you know, there's the anesthesia, which oh, is – Of course.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, that's uh 15 grand for mm-hmm. even an hour of surgery. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like – you know, you have to put that in perspective of the physical therapy, uh, your nights, you stay there, the medications yep. that they give you, Right. you know, like the, all the things that come into play. But it's still
0: yeah. it's still a sky I high. See, yeah, I
1: see what you mean. Like, yeah, it, it's definitely um, it's a business. It's really right. a cutthroat business. Being It's 100
0: percent. Yeah, uh, it is. And I'm going to speak from somebody who is actually on that path to become an orthopedic surgeon. It's like. Yeah, I I obviously wanted to get into it because it this sur- and it was after the surgery that I really made that decision because I was accepted to chiropractic school already, physical therapy school, all these th- things. And um, I was on the path to become an orthopedic surgeon. So that's why I went to get my master's in biomedical sciences and whatnot. Long story short, is that my overall goal was to basically be helping people you know, get through situations that it, I did. But you know, when you're in there, when you start to like get there and you start to see the work and hours and time and school loans, you have to pay off. It's like, Hey man, I want to, I want to make a buck from this too. And, and I think that that's, that's kind of where it comes from, but obviously they are doing something. And it's true that what Dr. M was saying is that the results and the outcome can outweigh the price. But then again, the price is still a problem. You know what I mean? It's still a mm-hmm. problem for a lot of people. Cause even though it does, it's like, how can they get that type of, monetary you know you know resources to kind of like get those results and get the problem because like yeah taking out a loan but then now they got to pay off that loan so then that's another stress in their life so i completely see your point and i love that point that you made you brought up that's huge because um a lot of people hate hate the price of this thing it's ridiculous and that's that's kind of why i really wanted to kind of start the cyborg for life brand is like bring a lot of us together and and see if we can kind of like you know Bring change to something like that, or maybe make some more noise about showing how many people would actually are interested in it, because the more demand, then you have more people coming out to do it because they know there's a higher demand, more people then they have to commodity or change the uh, the procedure into a commodity, and then prices are now lowered it's almost like yeah. you have a, a giant like let's say Nike, and then you start to have all the offshoot brands you know what I mean that they're exactly. lower you know so and we 're cool. talking in the u s here so like we're we don 't even have to go. You know, worldwide, because obviously we know the prices are—they drop off heavily, you know, around the world. But again, the the success rate we've heard is pretty high here in the U.S. So
1: yeah, and it's you know supply demand. Um, Yeah, you think about it. It's like if you had lower the prices, you know how much more people you would have. (laughs) Like it's just like it's just like tattoo artists when they. Right. Make up yeah. their own prices, and then they lower it, and then yeah. they have a whole book schedule for the whole year.
0: Right, but you know what, Adam? I think I think that they don't know that yet because even though they know they have a lot of people that want it, and they know the price is there, it's still not enough of us, or enough not enough voices heard. So that's why I actually kind of wanted to start this, yeah, and start to let people people like you be heard. Then there's gonna we can start to get experts and specialists on it. They're gonna start to hear you guys' you know stories and backgrounds, and then when they start to hear that, they're like holy crap why don't we just hop in this it's a few we're putting in some extra or some metal rods into the bones and we can make you know some money like we don't have to raise it to a hundred thousand dollars plus but <laughs> <Exactly>. so...
1: <laughs> i mean especially you know like i just for the people that are just you know under the average height like right it's got to be even more taxing than um, it is on me right now right yeah that you know i don't i'm not saying like i feel bad but i i feel for them because
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're like man like this i just want this so bad to where i can be able to be myself mm-hmm. you're not fully yourself if you're not confident right so i i feel like you know helping others is more important than building your ego and i've told you this before like yeah you're you're it can only take you so far and mm-hmm. then helping people is going to last forever
0: Yes. And that's exactly why I wanted to start this whole cyber for thing. I just want to help so many of you guys because I know how, how much this has made, how happy this has made me. And I'm like, I have to give back. Like, you know, it's just ridiculous what it's done for me. And um, I like that you brought that point up about like for the people that are at, uh, under the average height. Cause I, I actually have a, a little um, anonymous Instagram message that somebody sent me and they said I could share it. Um, and I wanted to bring it up. So this is a perfect time to do that. Um, right. So this is her little message about, Um, I said, hey, can you tell me a little bit about why you want to get it done? And um, just tell me a little bit about the leg lengthening surgery and what you think about it. So this is what she said. My goal is not to be tall. I want to just have normal height. I'm sick of being the smallest person in the room. It makes me feel self-conscious to be smaller than others. And it makes me feel physically and, and significantly small, small in the world and insignificant. Most importantly, I do not love myself. It prevented everything I wanted to do. I don't have the confidence to feel like a fully grown adult and human. When I wear my boots, I feel so much better about myself. The difference in my self-confidence, it's outstanding. But my boots are two and a half inches. But unfortunately, that's a temporary fix. I've also noticed people treating me a lot better when I'm wearing my boots and and more like I'm the average height. I notice I get respect compared to how they treat me when I'm short. They literally talk down to me. I always feel like I'm being treated like a child. People assume I'm young because of my height. And a lot younger than I am, so I don't get the respect most people get in their thirties. I always, I always feel like a forever child and not a real woman because I'm short. Kids walk past me at age twelve thinking they're taller than me. I also get treated like I'm a young, and a young infant, even though I'm an adult and have been for sixteen years. But people still brush me off and try to give me, give me advice. So, and then I'm just going to skip to the end here where it's, mm-hmm. she finishes up. Basically, she's saying um at school my height made me a target because i was the shortest in my class feeling smaller than everyone and just feeling intimidating and i I feel intimidated being small and then so yeah that's that's kind of what she's saying so overall she's just her whole self-esteem self-confidence is just trashed because of this you know and that's again that's what you just brought up it's like her being under the average height it's kind of really hampered her whole life for the last 16 years that's it, almost half her life man that's crippling on um, to Isn't your it? mental health yeah
1: it's oh it's it can it can damage you It can it's it can ruin her. you and destroy yeah
0: you. and for somebody who let's say that she she had this procedure done and she gained that happiness and started to rebuild that confidence and self-esteem about herself who knows what she could go on to do you know what i mean like and how how many people she could help you know what i mean so i really like this, you know, so yeah, the point of this podcast and just to hear you guys' stories is just to And to to tell her,
1: you know, if she listens to this, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, like, I know you're worse. You feel like you're worth something and you feel like that you deserve the respect and you certainly do. To be able to even come out and talk to Victor about this issue, like, that's a huge step um, because I'm not sure if you ever mentioned that to somebody, but you know, you go and and believe in yourself, and also know your worth. And this this is why I guess I wanted to be part of this mm-hmm. too. Is the it's it's because if you feel like you're worth something mm-hmm. with the surgery, you're going to invest in yourself. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and I, I feel like it's worth. That's my worth. You know, I like I feel like it's worth the height for me to mm-hmm. gain back my self confidence and my self esteem back. You know, I love it. The, you know, so. Your worth is is very, it, it's more important. It's not just the height. It's not just the, oh, I'm mm. going to be taller than everybody. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. it's, I want to feel the self-worth. Am I, wow. is it, am I, do I feel like I'm worth it? Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, you, yeah. you don't want to go through that, just crippling mental pain, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so. self-worth and that, I love, that's a beautiful words. I actually wrote that down. That's a, that's going to be in one of my posts now on self-worth. I love that you use that because of the fact that for me, and just to kind of like have an analogy of bodybuilding, um, when I first started out um, in bodybuilding, I thought, "Hey, man, I, I got into my first show. Maybe I did okay in my first class." Then, fast forward a few years of competition, and I get to 2012, and this is with the the height problem on stage, and I'm posing. I got dead last out of nine people. I felt like, "Oh my gosh, I suck!" I just my whole self worth went out the window, and I was like, "This is it." I, I walked home that day. I told my dad I was, you know, I had still I was still living at home at the time. And I um, I said, you know what? I'm I'm that's it. I'm never stepping back on stage again until I get this surgery done. So I had to found out about the surgery. Right. Then I contacted Dr. Uh, Conway, basically the surgeon who's going to do my surgery. I said, I need to have a consultation immediately. I started researching everything that I needed to do. I said, I'll stay home and study for the, the MCAT, become a doctor, all that stuff. But the point is, is that that poor placing and, uh, and feeling like my self-worth was gone made me feel like I put my foot down and said, I can't live my life like this. I can't live my life unhappy and not feeling like, you know, I'm living to my fullest potential. So that's when I made the decision to get the surgery done. I didn't know if I would be able to bodybuild it properly again, but I still said, hey, look, I'm going to go through with it. And I'm glad that it turned out to be the best decision of my life so um man this is this has been great i so yeah so go ahead adam were you about to say something no no no,
1: no i totally agree it's uh yeah. you you have to i guess when someone doesn't believe that you can do something that it, it should you have to have that mindset of, like i'm gonna be able to prove those people right someone said oh well, you're short this and that and mm-hmm. this and like like you know like who, what are you like what are they doing right now right like wh- well, how are they significant I want to make myself significant mm-hmm. by doing this and getting the respect I deserve I love it because people that do that it puts mm-hmm. you down they don't have any self-respect for themselves and that's how they make themselves
0: feel better exactly it's by putting people down
1: yeah so you yeah. know they're not it's not worth the pain and and it's easy it's easier said than done of course I know I've been through. You know, depression, anxiety, man. Like it's mm-hmm. it's you, it's you versus the world. That's mm-hmm. how you feel when you're in that stage of mm-hmm. depression, and right? A hundred percent. Knowing your self worth is very important. That's like amazing. A, what is my worth? So, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: very cool. Um, so, I just want to give get a few more points. I, I uh, basically I, now we talked about you wanting to get the surgery done for yourself, and obviously the price is a factor. Um, Let's say the price eventually evens itself out. If something comes along the way and it helps you get the the procedure done, what height would you like to actually be from? You're currently five eleven, you said. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you want to actually be? Well, how tall? My, I, I just three
1: inches. Three I, my, inches. Yeah, I would say six two. Okay, gotcha. That's awesome. That's like that is, my dream, you know, dream height. height. So. Yeah,
0: very cool. You know, I don't want
1: to yeah. be like yeah, though, like people that are. I mean. I, I see a point of people doing all four extremity, like all four mm-hmm. um, segments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't want to take the function of my legs away. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: yeah, I hear you. Um, I, it's, yeah.
1: <laughs> but with the stride nail, you know, it's I mean, full recovery is possible. I mean,
0: yeah. So right, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and they're actually walking on the the leg like immediately after surgery now. Here, yeah.
1: That I get. I think they have the weight limit for like the heaviest nail is like two fifty wow and so it holds yeah it holds weight man
0: that is insane and that's 250 not to mention that you know a person's diverting that between both legs so that's that's cool stuff right there yeah that's insane yeah because i remember and i I hear you like three inches is great and then you know not having to get both legs done and that's another thing like um i looked at uh i was researching on the paleo institute uh website the other day and i saw that obviously he has different prices set out for uh, having the bilateral uh, femurs done, the bilateral tibias done, all four done, all this different Gosh, combinations. Man. Yeah, <laughs> it's I was crazy. like,
1: man, you might as well just put it at half a million dollars. <laughs> I mean, you are ridiculous. I I look at it, I'm like, bro,
0: really? Like, I know, really? I know. I saw I it, know, and I was yeah, it shocked
1: See, that's when the your your ego is shot man like yeah yeah i've had people email him arguing with him about you have no idea like how to set prices just like, <laughs> like reasonable i mean right even the in, even the insurances are that have to pay for his even if it's like a leg like discrepancy mm-hmm. the insurances complain to him about how expensive he charges you're kidding me no <laughs> wow yeah they do not like it man that's insane so he has to do he has like he has to make it reasonable like it's
0: crazy his 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 are definitely at the cream of the crop right there and i mean i guess there has to be an apple somewhere right (laughs) like an uh, apple versus a samsung somewhere but um no that's that's insane forbidden (laughs) fruit over there man (laughs) that is crazy (laughs) oh man this is this has been great man hey i uh I just want to get some final thoughts here, Adam Lamb. This has been great. Um, so, like, you already kind of, like, gave her a good, you know, uh, point of advice there. Just don't let anybody trash her self-worth and just to feel like she is worth something. But I want to I want to see kind of, like, what is your, I guess, a big overall statement that you would like to leave with uh, all our listeners with about the leg lengthening procedure. And um, I guess you could just say and just this whole, leg lengthening process overall like what would you like to leave our listeners with
1: i think that i i just feel like you guys we need to fight for our our dreams that we want Mm -hmm. and and not to stop fighting for them Mm -hmm. i mean and then eventually your dream is gonna fight for you and then you're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna come true um Mm -hmm. make it just keep um i think more anything and stay motivated stay hungry stay humble and you know uh you know just I think you need to keep fighting for this if this is your dream if this is what you want and and you know being able to uh I think as for anybody people that are down I think they need to give service to those who are you know, this is off topic of even lengthening. Just give service to mm-hmm. those who need help. I think it's more mm-hmm. important to help those, wow. you know, life's short. You know, like if you spend your time being negative, you're going to be miserable. And mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. think, you know, try your best to be positive as you can, even though your calmness is low. Um, be able to help mm-hmm. those that need help. You know, black out the haters, F the haters. That wanna be out there, wanna hate on you. They 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 just don't have they're probably not going anywhere. So mm-hmm. um That's awesome. I think my dad always told me I, too, like if you have one hater, try to find uh fifty more haters that, cause that just means that mm-hmm. you're doing something right. So
0: Right. I anyway. love it. Man. That's, that's, that's a, that's a great way to finish it up, man. I, I, I got to thank you so much for uh, coming on and sharing your whole thoughts about the leg lengthening procedure, uh, your story about, you know, why you came across it and desired to get it done. Um, yeah. I think you really did leave our listeners with a lot of value. And um, if they ever want to kind of reach out to you and kind of get some more about your story or just ask you some questions, c- where can they find you? At? So
1: you can, c- you can catch me on my Instagram. It's, uh, Chub Ching 04. So C H A underscore Ching C H I N G 04. So if you guys have any questions, hit me up there and I'll get back to you as soon as I can or when I'm, you know, not studying. So I'll try to help you guys as much as I can.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. Cause I'll, I'll try to put that in the show notes so they can get that as well. And um, yeah. So, um, all right, everybody. So that was episode number one with Adam. Um, and, uh, so again, uh, this leg lengthening podcast from cyborg for life is just to kind of reach out to all those who are interested in the procedure, Adam being one of them. I want to also talk to people who have actually done the surgery, people like me and those who have done it for cosmetic reasons. Um, and just to see their, their thoughts about, you know, how they're recovering, how they're living life now, how their happiness is, how their self-worth is all that. And I also want to talk to those those sharks in the field, those, those, those specialists, those orthopedic surgeons. I want to get them on here too. I'm going to, I'm going to get a few more of you guys on first. so They can start to hear their stories first, but, uh, I want to get some of them and there'll be some controversial debates on here. So, um, all right. So, uh, this is Victor from cyborg for life. You can find me at big Vic pro on Instagram. You can message me there. You can head over to cyborgforlife.com, and you can, you can contact me there. You can find me on YouTube as well. Um, through the site. And, uh, if you guys have any questions, I mean, anything about the leg lengthening procedure, or even just in general about like self-worth motivation and stuff like that, um, for me or Adam, just reach out because really this is about more than just the getting taller. It's about, like he said, self-worth. And if you can improve your self-worth, I can promise you yourself, your happiness is going to be exponentially higher and you're going to bleed that through and help so many more people. And Adam, again, touched on the point in saying that you should help people who may not be feeling great or if you can give back. And that's why I started Cyborg for Life is to give back. This surgery changed my life, and I want to help change you guys' lives. So that's why we started this. Um, So, yeah, without going on any longer, uh, this is episode one, and uh, we'll see you next time. Going out.